0: welcome to the danny palmer show does it sound cool if i say it like that however a car to the podcast i'll give you a blow all right sweetie just give me like i don't know 15 20 minutes all right the fuck i was gonna why'd you wait to a until 11 because i'm watching this fucking notre dame rutgers game dude dude march madness what's up you gens? Welcome to the Fun Friday Pod, day two of the fucking tourney kid, the big dance, dude. March Madness is lit for people that don't like sports. I'm like, dude, come on, it's fucking fun. Do you not like fun things that are exciting? Hard pass on fun things that are exciting. I just want to sit around and do crafts. <laughs> dude. Yeah, man. I fucking I used to write for uh, some e cards, the fun, uh, you know, like online snarky greeting card site and that was one that was one of my best cards that i wrote was uh let's spend the first few days of spring in a windowless bar i.e watching march madness on tv dude uh, one year i want to take off the thursday and friday for march madness and just sit in a bar and drink all day a windowless bar and actually do it you know instead i'll be working and then furtively glancing at the tv screen and i guess you know i was thinking back you know i mean i guess all of life is futile ultimately <laughs> like can you describe anything that happened from a, any march madness tournament in the past except for christian Leitner's shot like no you know like who really fucking cares but when it's happening you're like dude oh my god ain't right. now I, i'm babysitting dog setting my friends dog alfred and he loves to bark at people that are uh, dogs don't understand the concept of a multi tenant building. <laughs> you know, like if you live in a house out in the woods or you live in a farmhouse, you're probably not going to hear many neighbors. And then the dog can just chill unless there's like animals or some shit. But in the city, you know, I live in an apartment building, there's going to be people coming up the stairs. You can't convey that to a dog. You can't convey multi tenancy. <laughs> To a dog and then i was watching game of thrones any horse pig any animal on the screen just the dog just goes ape shit i wish there was a way you could communicate to dogs that tv is just displaying an image a recreation of something that's real you know and my second question is <laughs> i guess this is my first are there any breeds of dogs that can you can train them to understand that tv isn't real speaking of that my fucking podcast this week, Chris Wilson, he's such a nice guy. He's, he's doing like a, got an animal therapy degree, if you haven't heard the app. And he said that elephants can recognize themselves in the mirror. And I'm like, how the fuck would you be able to tell that an elephant can recognize itself? Because they put a mark on its forehead and they'll use the mirror to see wiping the mark off their forehead, which if you thought it was a different elephant, you know, you obviously wouldn't wipe your own forehead to wipe a friend's forehead. And that also, that's a fucking pretty ingenious idea, a genius way of proving that an animal knows something. Dude, scientists are fucking smart, dude. <laughs> They're pretty lit. <laughs> Devising studies. I remember in college, I would do a lot of like participate in studies and like the, the clever methods that they have to study particular phenomenon. It's pretty great. And I always like the the ethical quandaries and boundaries and standards because sometimes you want to deceive your subjects, your study subjects to test something that they don't realize is being tested. But to do that, you have to kind of trick them a little bit. Like, isn't that there's that one famous experiment where they um, let people elect to shock somebody. And if they turned up the shock to a higher volume that they would get more money or something and everybody like turned it up to 10, (laughs) but they didn't actually shock the person, but they just thought they were, but dude, that'd be lit. If I ever become a scientist, I'm just going to devise a series of experiments in which people get shocked and like nothing is learned. It's just fun to watch for the scientist. I got some feedback from my friend Katie about the Chris Wilson, my guest in the pod, this past Wednesday. She said, your guest today seemed really nice. He should lead with the elephant story. It would suck in the ladies. Such an interesting fact. I agree, Katie. Very interesting fact. Very cool shit. I was listening to JB Smoove on Kevin Hart's podcast. But I know I've mentioned this before, but if you like stand-up comedy and you like like good conversations about stand-up, like that's a great pod. I really enjoy it um kevin hart takes a sincere interest in people and and listens to them and i just you know anytime someone has like you know millions or a billion dollars and they don't have to lift a finger the rest of their life and they're taking a sincere interest in other people i, I think that's impressive regardless and i'm sure you could you know there's a cynical outlook on that that someone could counter with but whatever i think it's cool i think it's cool and it's gonna cool governor she 's taking the interest in people it's gonna take the interest in people You're right, sweetie. It's weird that you talk like that. Um, I was watching. Now I'm reluctantly watching the Kanye documentary. He's being such a dick to fucking Pete Dave. Dude, why are you going to be fucking? Why are you going to be an asshole? Just be nice to people. It's not that hard. Even if someone you think has wronged you, don't say threatening, mean shit, you fucking asshole. Anyways, I don't want to tell this story now because of that. (laughs) But um, there was like kind of a telling moment about like entertainment and entertainers cuz there's one scene where him and his crew were in a Denny's uh, late at night and there's these I think they're like UCLA students that were studying and they're all com- they're coming over to these college kids who are just you know studying in a Denny's like whatever and they're trying to convince these kids that like he has this album out he's on the cover of some magazine and the kids are like yeah uh, great man I you know I'm trying to fucking study but there's so many entertainers comics it made me realize that it goes beyond stand up comics but there's so many entertainers that are just like I did something cool Hey, did you know, do you want to know something? I did something really cool. It's like, all right, cool, man. No one gives a fuck, you know? Why, why are you going to be so fucking thirsty, kid? I have some fucking confidence, dude. But Pharrell gave uh, Kanye piece of shit, gave him advice. He goes, once you're hot, this, is, this can be applied beyond this particular, you know, asshole, but it's just good, like, life advice. Once you're hot, pretend that you're not hot like once you you know ascend the peak of fame or like you feel like you have some success under your belt don't act like it cuz then you take your foot off the gas of being humble and working hard you know you you want that hunger to always be so once people tell you you're hot still doubt yourself which I kind of like I kind of fucking like that dude there's this one song it's like fuck you and your friends and your mom and your sister and your job I think it's A B C D E. Fuck you. That's a good song, dude. You should check it out. Did I write down the actual name of the song and the artist? I did not. Why don't you write it down so people can find it? Just type in "fuck you" and your mom and your sister and your dog and and Google, and you, you'll find you'll find it, dude. Sooner or later, you'll you'll figure it out. By the way, if you ever do want like music advice, I have a series of spot Spotify podcasts, podcasts playlists that I think are pretty fucking lit, dude. I got Weekend Calm, I got A Late Night Chill, I got Black Cat Friday, which is like bangers. I got a Make Out But Not Douchey playlist. <laughs> I got a Road Trip But Not Corny playlist. I believe my uh, name on there is Danny Tribe 19. Dude, follow me, follow my fucking playlist, dude. I'm always adding lit new tunes. You can get up in the weekend and put on Weekend Calm, just put on Shuffle and let it fucking soothe you into a state of bliss. I also got on a kick of reading Emily Dickinson poems this, this past weekend. Oh, my God. First of all, I didn't even realize this. She only There were only um, like eight to ten poems that made it to public eyes. Eyes? Yeah, like viewing during her lifetime because she didn't want attention and publicity. And then after she died, I think there's like one poem that she approved being published. After she died, her sister, who I believe his name is Vivi found these two like bound manuscripts in her her bedroom was like thirteen hundred poems, which is like so insanely beautiful. Like, oh my God, dude. She created this treasure trove of priceless art and didn't even want anybody to know to know about it. Like, oh my God, dude. Like compare and contrast that to the to like arrogant stars or comedians seeking attention in a desperate way, to Emily Dickinson being like, I don't want these poems to see the light of day. Like, The humility there, man. Just, It's a fucking lesson for everybody. This is one of my favorite poems and it kind of relates to fame. It does relate to fame. This is called I'm Nobody, Who Are You? Which is poem 260 of hers. By the way, if you're wondering when she lived, she was born in Amherst, Massachusetts in 1830 and she died in 1886. Here's the poem. I'm Nobody! Exclamation point. Who are you? Are you Nobody, too, then there's a pair of us. Don't tell, they'd advertise. You know, how dreary to be somebody, how public, like a frog, to tell one's name, the live long June, to an admiring bog. Dude, that poem, I mean, I'm not really doing it justice because you need to see it written out because she does like, she has a unique way of using capital letters and dashes. And the way that she organizes her stanzas, and obviously I'm not gonna read all the exclamation points or all the punctuation marks, but dude, oh my God. And by the way, someone I I sent this phone to a friend, I think it's Timalay. She goes, What's a bog? (laughs) (laughs) A bog is like a marsh. But um and that's dude, that's so it's so like damning of stand up comics to tell one's name the live long June to an admiring bog. (laughs) Like I did shows this weekend at New York Comedy Club and I was just thinking of being on stage and being like and then the people on the marsh in the bog and the audience are like all right dude just fucking turn it down <laughs> all right um, apparently so i don't know if you hear about this everybody probably did but the the senate uni- unanimously passed the bill to make daylight savings time permanent and i didn't realize so apparently um, it, i read this article it said if history is a guide a widespread and permanent switch to daylight saving time would not last long The United States already tried it in 1974. After widespread discontent, the country went back to flipping the clocks twice a year. What? Isn't that weird when like something has happened in the past and you didn't know about it at all? And then you're like, oh shit, that happened. (laughs) I mean, I guess there's a million fucking things about history that all of us don't know about. Isn't it weird that like human beings live for like 60 to 100 years if they're lucky but the massive time that humans have been on the planet is what, like 3000 years or something like that or longer. <laughs> That's probably way longer. I'm just stupid. But think about like all of the knowledge and experiences that each one of those individual humans have had since the dawn of humans being humans. And then the mass of knowledge collectively that all those humans have. And then the infinite piece of that knowledge that any one particular human has. And then think about, dude, I think about all the fucking knowledge of all the people that are dead All that shit just wrapped up in their heads. Emily Dickinson's poems just tucked under a bed somewhere. Just, you can't have that anymore. All that information is gone. Gone. Unless you create a legacy. Dude, do you guys have a legacy? Legacies are sick. You don't have a legacy, Danny. Your legacy is doing your podcast in striped pajamas after midnight by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, well, fuck you. I like that, that legacy. Dude, I love the song Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. It's basically about a girl who's at a party in Nashville, and she's not dressed like the other girls, like they're dressed up. I guess it's just in Nashville, I should have worn stilettos, I guess I never got the memo. You know what, Miley? You don't need to wear fucking stilettos. You do your thing, girl. It's Nashville. Party. <laughs> Dude, have you guys been to Nashville? I've never been. I want to go this year. I want to do like a 3 day weekend in Nashville, wake up with a splitting headache, regret my decisions, and then fly back home. That's probably going to be on the fucking agenda, John Kidd. Dude, I'm going to cheat on me I'm going to cheat you tuts <laughs> Tuts. I shouldn't say tuts. It's just fun to say the word tuts. It's fun T-O-O-T-S It's like this old school term It's patronizing It's just fun though It's a, you know. What I, I'm, I know it's not good to say tuts In 2022 But it's fun to say tuts In 2022 Okay that one's done Are they going to write it down I have no idea what I'm referring to She's like, I guarantee you whatever you're saying there is far less important than what I'm typing on here. I've Oh, I do know what I'm talking about. I was at Black Cat on Friday and there were these like three girls that had laptops. So Black Cat, if you haven't been, it's a coffee shop on the lottery side. Um, I usually show up about 8 30 and the lights are all up. There's music softly playing. Some people are on their laptops. You know, some people are there for the comedy show. Sometimes maybe like 75% of the people that are there usually know it's a comedy show. The other 25% do not. They're at a coffee shop studying. First of all, if you're studying at a coffee shop at 8.30 on a Friday night, like, come on, dude. Like, go put some fucking dance shoes on. Like, have a fucking Friday night. Don't just sit in a coffee shop. Anyways, these girls are on their laptops, but they're, like, they're really sweet and cute, you know? And they they weren't being annoying. And like... Because sometimes if you're doing a comedy show and then there's people on typing on their laptops and the room is dark and you just see this glowing laptop screen, like, definitely not a vibe enhancer. <laughs> So sometimes I'm like politely ask people, can you just turn your, you know, close your laptop during the show? But they were being so sweet, so I didn't bother them. And then I was just thinking that girl in her head is probably like, dude, I'm working on like a term paper, like something important to me. And you're just up there being like, and then I just, cool, dude, keep working on your jokes, you loser. What I'm typing is far more important things on here. All right. That's the end of that. That's the end of that. And then I love when the crowd. This is another thing I wrote down. Oh, this is about stand up. I love when the crowd punishes you for going too far with a joke, and you have to win them back. That definitely happens. Like sometimes you just say something, and it's like okay, they get a little ooh, or even if they don't ooh, they just like pull back. They're like, I don't like this guy anymore. I don't like what he just said. And then you're like, okay, I got to dig out of a hole. It's like it's like being in the doghouse in a relationship. You're like, I I gotta fucking get the fuck out of this doghouse. I don't know the fuck to do it. I'm gonna try. It'll probably not work. Right. Um, J.B. Smoove, dude. J.B. Smoove is the fucking man. I love that guy. I was listening to a podcast that he was on. I think he was on Kevin Hart's podcast, too. And he was saying that um, he noticed... One thing that helped him in stand-up is that he noticed that the audience's eyes... like If he was telling a story and he's like, Oh, and then I, my, my, I saw my friend over on the other side of the room. And they like, point to the other side of the room. Even though his friend isn't there... Um, the audience's eyes will look to where he's pointing, even though obviously it's just him by himself on a stage telling a story. And that made him realize the true visual picture that you paint when you tell a story on stage. And then, so I tried to use that when I was performing last weekend to think like, okay, Danny, you know, you're talking about being a fish swimming around. They're seeing you as a fish swimming around with other fish. So like, you know, fully like embrace and live that picture that you're painting. And do it to a more serious level Instead of just being like I'm just speaking words Into this object Painting a picture dude Painting a picture is sick dude The James Webb Space Telescope And it's boner dude The JWST That thing is It's still Like progressing It's progressing as planned Perfectly It's also escaping All the wars on Earth By just going deep Into fucking space And it's unfolded It's mirrors now And it sent back It's first picture Of a real star Shout out to my boy Jared For sending me that story um, but dude, I, I cannot wait for it to send back the images that it won't tell us what they're going to be of. Like their first like ones where they're trying to show cool shit. That's going to be fucking wild, man. By the way, I've been fucking house sitting this dog, dog sitting this dog. That's the term, Danny. It's not, a, it's not a house. It's a dog since Monday. It's now Wednesday night. And, uh, these dogs, man, they need to constantly go outside. I think I'm never going to be ready to have kids. If I'm like annoyed, that I got to take a dog out five times a day. But then again, it is healthy and productive to go outside. <laughs> instead of just sitting in my apartment i'm just working dude i don't have time to take a dog out twice I'm a, I'm a selfish piece of shit you got that right you fucking got that right and then i was going to read a story about space there i read i'm just going to give you a quick little highlight of this story maybe i'll go into more depth next week i'm not sure if it's interesting enough but it is kind of an interesting idea there's this company that's going to send like cargo into space and then it'll, it'll orbit up there for like five years or some shit. And then when you need it, they'll parachute it back down to Earth. And they've tested this already. They had this guy parachute down next to this capsule that was coming from space. And the idea is that you could have like medical supplies for hospitals around the world ready to go. And then when they're needed, you just whoop dispatch them back into the earth's atmosphere and they land on these field hospitals and help people. That's kind of like, that's kind of lit. That's kind of sick. You know, I kind of like that shit, dude. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, And then I also finished reading that story about all the drug dealers and drug violence and uh, Tulum and the Mayan peninsula and shit like that. Is that the right fucking term? Apparently they, they throw these parties for like 5,000 people and they're like, Oh, so you're going to throw a party for 5,000 people and you think drug dealers are not going to like, you know, get involved in that. And apparently another thing these dealers do is they'll go to a restaurant and they'll extort them and make the restaurant have a drug dealer staffed at the entrance. <laughs> so you just go out to eat. guy like, oh, yeah, A table for three. And uh, is there a blow dealer nearby? Oh, he's right there. Thank you. I mean, I guess it's not funny, but like it's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Okay. Uh, this is complete. The number of cool things. Cool. I don't know if that's cool. Interesting things that I wanted to relate this week. I'll wrap up with a quote from Nils Vander. Poel, P-O-E-L. Who is Nils Vanderpool, you might ask? I don't know. I didn't research it. I just like this quote. Nils says, I would like to point out the importance of chasing your own dreams. You must live with whoever you become, and those around you have to live with that. It's important to be who you want to be, and not what others want you to be. You know? the Words like that, I really take to heart, because I moved to New York by myself, and I'm still in New York by myself. (laughs) So it's like... Are you sure you want to do what you want to do and be who you want to be? Yeah. You got to just do it. Fuck it. You know, it's better than being the other thing that you didn't want to be. I guess. if the other thing you didn't want to be is better. And you were just too ignorant to see it. Let's not think about that. Nils Vanderpool Powell. Let's not think about that at all. Whoa. Are you about to wrap up your podcast before you hit 20 minutes? You think that if this episode goes for less than 20 minutes, it'll get more or less listens than if it goes for 20 minutes (laughs) i'm catering solely strictly to the ocd fan base of people that need to listen to their podcast in increments of 20 minutes (laughs) what if there's an algorithm you could do on like apple Podcasts to search for like podcasts that are exactly 20 minutes long and you're like i don't care what the content is i just that's the amount of time i want to spend listening to somebody else talk look i get it it makes sense i mean Am I going to sit here and just basically waste your time for 30 seconds? Time you could very well likely be better spending on, I don't know, reading a book, visiting an art museum. You could check out the Whitney. Have you guys been to the Whitney? It used to be on the Upper East Side, I believe. And then they moved it to the West Village. And then I went there once and it was cool. And then they had this um, exhibit. This is actually interesting, I think. They had this exhibit. It was like um, museum security guard jackets. And there were probably like 15 of those jackets from different museums around the world and the point of the exhibit was oh you go to see this art and then the docents or the security guards you just kind of ignore them because you are like oh, i'm here for the art but it's like why do you not care about those people and i was like oh that's pretty interesting so then i th- i this i'm so stupid i walked up to a security guard in the whitney and i go hey what do you think about that uh that exhibit that's kind of interesting huh and he was just like what exhibit like i don't I, don't, I didn't see it, dude. Like, what? why, why are you going to bother me? <laughs> but actually, I think it's kind of one of the point points of art is to make you do something and engage with the world in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise. Because then that, then it's not just an exhibit. Then it's a moment in your life that you can recount on a podcast, which is also art. This is fucking art, dude. Daddy, your podcast isn't art. Your podcast is stupid. I'll come to bed and fuck it. Thanks for listening to the Fun Friday Pod, you fucking jizz. Danny Palmer, NYC and Instagram. Send me a message. No one ever does. Black Cat Friday, LES, 9 o'clock every week. It's very lit. Even the girls on laptops, they don't really care about the performance. Peace out, you.